We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What up, guys? You already know that time of the week this is Lights Out episode number 19, powered by our amazing friends at Medify, and we are so happy to have you. If you weren't here for the live show, you probably wouldn't know that Cosmos and Light have just now followed my Twitch channel officially, so I guess we're actually best friends. Hey, we did it. Yes, we, we are. We've, we've always been best friends. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't even like you. I'm a leader of the pack. It's true. Cosmos was first. He's never first to be here in the call, but he was first with the follow. So I'll give him that, which we definitely appreciate. And for you guys watching on Spotify or mainly YouTube, actually, it goes a long way. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe to the channel as well as drop a like and a comment. That's how we get more in the algorithm, and we would greatly appreciate that. But with that tap dancing out the way, like Cosmos, how we doing, boys? Post Gommel. Feeling pretty good, Phil. It is a new day, a new podcast, and a new season for what are we, the, Smash, now? What's going the, on? the Smash community, brother. I love it Texas is. for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> it is a brand new Smash Ultimate season. Mm. If something should revitalize you in this game, it should be this. I'd say this season was a pretty weird one because it was the first season to happen after the self-destruction of our two main companies. But, you know, that is in the past, and we and are on to bigger of things. And because this... he's not number one anymore. Oh, hey, man. Really? Oh, God damn. Easy. That... Yeah, man. He lost a life. Even the real. <laughs> I can't be mad at you for that, man. Yeah, you lost the light that dude's washed. Anyways, it is a new season, and it's going to be starting off with, I believe you gyms call it a P-tier nowadays. Uh, not as plus. <laughs> we call it a P-tier? I'm pretty sure it's a P-tier. What the hell is a P-tier? So you know platinum what S-plus is? It's that. I guess it means platinum, probably. Yeah, probably. Oh, uh, yeah, so it's a P-tier. That ain't no Sonic ranking. You go that's, S. That's the but, same uh, level of uh, Elon changing Twitter to X. Dumb yeah, as fuck. I know. Uh, but here we are. We're trying to make it. We're trying to make it catchier so our community stays alive. Feel me? There you go. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's. I'm pretty sure it's a P tier event, and there are going to be a lot of representatives from every 
main country, you know, there's going to be a lot going on. I won't be there, however. We're going to be skipping on the first big event of the season because I will be at DreamCon with Phil networking for our podcast. That's right, baby. We bought some new tap dancing shoes, and we are going to uh, hopefully put them to good use this weekend. We'll, of course, update you on how this upcoming weekend goes. Before we jump too far ahead, let's recap a little bit of Gommel. That was definitely a really good event. I had a lot of fun. Uh, Canada, I finally got to experience Canada proper. And Toronto, y'all don't disappoint. Still was not that a your poutine. Yeah, uh, yeah, in Toronto, hundred percent. Oh wow. Yeah. Still not a poutine guy, but uh, I'm definitely a Toronto guy. So that's really all that counts. And uh, you know, as fun as the tournament was, it was nice exploring the outside as well. Kind of like a cleaner New York, if you will. So uh, definitely good vibes from there. But inside the tournament, we had a lot go down. I mean, MK Leo. Uh, not making top eight. Sonics capturing the title. Tilde in winners finals. I mean, you couldn't have predicted half of this stuff. But give me your thoughts on exactly what went down on Gamma Boys. I mean, you couldn't have predicted half the stuff because you couldn't have predicted half the people DQing from the bracket, giving a lot of people <laughs> way different brackets than they were supposed to have. Shout out to Shoot On. I thought it was a Shoot On. No, Shoot On DQ'd. Um, Onan DQ'd. Somebody uh, else DQ'd. I, I forgot. Somebody else. Uh, Jackal DQ'd because he couldn't make it. So there was just like a lot of top seeds that were just DQ'd, which uh, changed the bracket. More or less, like it was still a pretty hard tournament overall. And like people that people who still made top eight still had to get at least like one good win to get into top eight winners or losers. Um, so the top eight in general was pretty stacked, even though there was like um, some unfamiliar names. Like I don't even know what his name is at, at this point. Midnight. Midnight. Um, I I I don't know. For like, some respect to my boy Midnight, time. man, Artrius. That, that that Palatino was definitely cooking though. Was definitely cooking. He beat Meister. Um, took Tilday to his like last legs. Took a game off Spargo. So there was definitely some talent there. So prop to him for 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 that. Um, other than that, there was a lot of upsets too. Like me myself getting upset for one losing to Yoda Cage early on. Um. Big D losing to Grape early on, causing us to play earlier in loser's bracket. I think mm -hmm. there was a couple of other upsets too. Like, I think Riddles lost early on too, but I mean, that's kind of expected because he's been playing Street Fighter and stuff. So there's just been a lot going on in this game that is warranting just the kind of inconsistencies in some placements. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Given um, Riddles still made top five at that event, which was, I thought that was pretty impressive. You know, he just it's brought it all the cool, way back. Because he got fifth in uh ultimate and fifth in uh, street fighter yep. yeah it was actually very impressive from his part like you said there was a lot of upsets and a lot of uh things that were just not expected to go that way a lot of dqs still we got a pretty good top eight overall sonics being the one to take it now i feel like for some people that might come off as surprising but i feel like that was honestly long overdue yeah. you know sonics is a care he's a player who's very capable of beating spargo and leo i think he's probably the number one choker in our community if you ask me he's the person who usually has the most leads and gives it up yep. uh, yeah yeah he took the title from you Cockles. congratulations <laughs> yeah <laughs> so to see him actually seal the deal i think that was pretty like cool for him i mean dr took it in street fighter and smash this weekend so that was pretty cool to see yeah, DR definitely being a problem. And Sonics too. I know I know how much he wanted this, especially because like, you know, people were kind of making a joke like, oh, this grand finals is just like coin box in person, which, you know, they've fought many a time in grand finals for coin box. So I could definitely see that. And, you know, sometimes it goes the way of Sonic, sometimes it goes the way of Spargo. 
Wasn't sure how it was going to shape out. I will say this definitely has to be an endurance test for Spargo. Uh, he did lose to Zamba, so that's why he was in the loser's side, but he got his get back with a 3 0 on him uh, in losers. But man, it has got to be strenuous to have to beat Sonic's, not in just one set, but two. So, you know, Sonic's kind of like, you know, played to his strengths. I mean, honestly, he won winner's finals. I thought pretty convincingly. It was a good effort from Tilde, but I. When I was commentating, I was like, I never felt like Sonics was in any danger of losing to Tilde, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I mean, it didn't really feel like he was in any danger of losing at all in mm. top eight in general, because I heard that, like, every set that he played in top eight, he got at least one three stock. Yeah. That just shows how well he was playing basically the entire... Like, I think he might have dropped one game before top eight to Goblin, but other than that, he pretty much just steamrolled everybody, even Leo. Leo was struggling very hard against him, which kind of does bother me because at the tournament prior, he did beat Sonics with Corrin, and the Corrin definitely was working pretty well because I think he took two sets off Korn, uh, Sonics with Corrin, and then he just dropped game one with Corrin at this tournament, and it just decided to throw it out the window and go back to Aegis. I was told weird. him that too before we played. I told him that I was like, you should have said Corrin. He's like, you think so? I'm like, bro, you adapted and beat him like pretty hard last time you played. You just should have stayed Corrin because that's your best bet. And he said that he just didn't really feel like he wanted to play like patient. Yeah, like, I'm glad okay, you well, brought that up because I think I think it might have been Spargo who said the same thing. He was like, he was like, yeah, like the Corrin is certainly good enough to do it. It just didn't feel like Leo was was had the uh, patience to do it this tournament. He didn't feel like he wanted to do it. He just wanted to fight. He wanted to interact. Whereas Korn against Sonic, he kind of had to slow roll a little bit more. And it was just like, you know, if he wanted to, he could have, but he just didn't feel like it. That's kind of the vibe yeah. I got, which is, I guess, why the Aegis Which is came interesting because even if you're playing Aegis against Sonic, you still can't really force interactions because at that point, you're still playing a game where it's like 50-50. And if you play 50-50s in neutral against Sonic, um, you're not going to get as much as he can get off of you because he's going to get more damage and he's going to get more Asgard situations where he can basically checkmate you whenever he gets you off stage. Yeah, I definitely get the mindset, though. I mean, Aegis is just a faster character overall, and I think it just him picking Aegis is just a testament to how he just didn't really feel like taking his time. Yeah. It's so, tough. It happens to everybody. I know I've definitely been in that position before, like versus the buzz or something where I'm like, I do not feel like... Everybody's been in that position against the buzz. Yeah, everyone has been there. You're like, bro, the buzz beat me today. That man was really. I I just didn't want to be patient. Like yeah. speaking of which, the buzz is actually one of the people who won't be at Smash Factor. I just noticed that. It's kind of surprising considering he goes to like everything now. Yeah, I don't blame him. Talk about how he was because he was in Smash Factor Grand Finals last year. Yeah, yeah. Did, so did you look at that? Did you like? Did you see his tweet after like he had lost? Because like it no. was unfortunate for the buzz. Like he lost, and then I think he had to play Tweak. Almost immediately in losers. He had, he'd been worse 3 0 by yeah. Tweak. Yeah, so that sucked for him. But the crazy thing was, like, after he lost, apparently, like, the whole crowd was, like, cheering for, like, Tweak or something like that. He just turns around to the crowd. He's just like, no one, no one ever cheers for me. No one ever roots for me. And that prompted, Damn. like, a series of tweets where he's just like, I don't know why I keep coming to these events. I feel so out of Damn. place. I don't have the social battery for this. He's like, like, he's doing some sort of self reflecting on the timeline. I wanted to message him, like, the buzz, you can hang out with us anytime. I was like, well, we get a little wild. Maybe the buzz, the buzz might not be about buzz that. Gonna you know cancel us. Yeah, you know, it might not be about that. You know what I'm saying? But I felt bad for him, man. Yeah, I felt bad for him. I mean, that was just like losers bracket was was harder than winners after a certain point. You know what I mean? Uh no, yeah, for sure. There were definitely. I mean, I was in there. Spargo and Leia were all in the losers bracket before top eight even yep. started. 
That was honestly insane. Good job to Zamba, honestly. I'm very interested to see how Zamba is going to do this season because Zamba is somebody who is, in recency, the best player in America. I'm not total because, you know, you have to conclude the whole season. And compared to me and Tweak, me and Tweak's overall results are more consistent. And our variation of bad placements is like getting ninth place, you know, or getting seventh place. And we had, like, very good highs this tournament. Tweak, I think, being the one who won Let's Make Big Moves, I'm pretty sure. And I won Level Up Expo over Tweak. So, like, we had really good, strong starts. And it just kept going. And worst place since being around, like, ninth. Zamba, on the other hand, having pretty weak starts at the beginning of the season. But finishing off pretty strong. Getting a major win at Crown. Getting wins on Akola, I'm pretty sure, this season. He's playing really well. He beat Sonic's the last tournament. And he still got fifth place beating Spargo or fourth place this tournament. So, I mean, if he starts off this strong in this next season, who knows how it's going to be. I think we were in a weird spot where me and Tweak were easily top two in America. Yeah. And that was, and it was kind of like light Tweak, and it's like, okay, well, those are the only people who are really competing with the out-of-country people on a consistent basis. But now I think Zamba is an easy top three for America, which I'm really happy about because we were really weak. But I think... The light tweak Zamba is what we're looking at for top three in America hey, right now. Motherfucker just just called me weak. That's OD. I mean, I'm just. It's not all about you, bro. Oh, <laughs> it's all about you. <laughs> no, stop. I'm talking about Zamba. Well, I'm looking at these results, and I mean, I I'd probably put Zamba first right now, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, he would be first. But the thing is, the season's ending, and his beginning Crown was, a was pizza, terrible. Right? Yeah. A really big Zamba doesn't yeah. even think he, Zamba doesn't even think he's in the top ten. Of what NA? Like no, the and, uh, no, the, yeah, the season. He doesn't even think he's in the top ten. He might not be, honestly. I don't know. There's, there's he said that of... he said that his season. Honestly, people think Zamba's like the type of person to just like complain and stuff. But if you just talk to him in person, he's actually so much. Like the tweets are definitely just like his, like you know, him being a kid. So like he just lets it out. But like when you talk to him when he's composed, he's actually really smart and he's very like he's very analytical about this stuff. Like he he knows. He's like, I don't think I'm top 10. Like, my start was bad. Like, I know I'm doing really good right now, but, you know, it's just I'm going to have to do it more next season because Dude, this, yeah. Zamba's hilarious. When he lost to, uh, I think, I Sonics. Zamba. When he lost to Sonics, he, like, as we were, I was sitting next to, like, I think you and Spargo and, and B, and he walked over and started talking to Tilda, and the first thing he said, he's like, that character is so toxic or something like that, and Sonic's, like, walked past him and just was smiling, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> These two are insane. It was so oh, funny. Yeah, started going on this rant. Sonic just walked past him, just smirking. I was like, "Y'all are OD." That's actually really funny. These kids but got yeah. beef. I love it. Yeah, Gamma was a good event going on. There was a bit of controversy going on at this event in some weird ways. Phil, would you like to pick one or the other to talk about? I'd love to. <laughs> so we talked about how there were like several upsets at this particular Gamma. Uh, you know, one of them being. Uh, Twitter, big, big, yeah. Well, Twitter's always, <laughs> Twitter's always in a frenzy. But uh, aside from that, a big duck hunt fan, I believe, is the tag. Big duck hunt fan. Now you would think, big duck hunt fan, you would think that uh, her upset over Tweak would be the the highlight of uh, of their experience at Gamma. But apparently, no, because we got a racist among us. Apparently, old orange link player, Ontario, oh, Canada. Not too far of them over there. Not too far of them is over there. A little too dark. A little too happy. A little too different. Not a fan of that. 
Get him why out of here. Why are we all southern now? Like, what, what's going on? I'm to oh, yeah, okay, okay. Real talk, real talk. So, 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 something, this is like the most random tweet I've ever seen in my life. So, Duck, Big Duck Hunt fan loses to Orange and then proclaims on Twitter, damn, I just lost to a white supremacist. So, naturally, you know, this guy actually starts making his rounds on Twitter and you go through and you kind of start reading some of the, uh, the tweets from this person. And I don't know about everybody else, but me and some other people just kind of started piecing together. Well, these are like, you know, like religious tweets. These aren't like, you know, hateful tweets. I mean, there was a couple maybe outlandish tweets that you could say were a little like question marky, but overall, like I'd say it was clear, like this is just somebody who's religious and that's their beliefs and they're just sharing it on the Twitter space. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some of them got misconstrued. Apparently, you know, the pure, you know, um, you know, turning everyone white or something got, you know, construed into some, you know, some sort of crazy shit that just not should not have been taken that way because they're actually referring, <laughs> they're actually referring to like how white is a purifying color, okay? Just so we're all clear about that, okay? Sorry, I had to so stress a little bit. So that, that's that's they're getting they're getting it from a verse. They're getting it from a verse. So I thought. Uh, definitely, it was misconstrued. Now, credits to Big Duck Hunt fan, because aside from having a phenomenal placement and performance at Gommel, did was nice enough to take back those comments and say, hey, maybe I jumped the gun a little bit. Uh, Orange isn't a white supremacist. A lot of people from their region as well kind of coming to the defense as well. So uh, it did blow up, though. I, I, I shudder to think what that Twitch chat looked like when Orange was playing. I just know uh, every black person I saw in the venue was, was rooting for Tilde. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the rumors that started when everyone thought he was actually a white supremacist was so that bad. Was, that shit was pretty I, bad. Go, that was like, I was guilty. I was guilty of the bra. Because, you know, I'm not, I don't go on Twitter. I don't look at this stuff. So you hear it and you're like, what the heck? I was like, Tilde, don't lose to a white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> You have to win for us. I, I was like, bro, I was like, if you lose, you, you're getting double eliminated off this loss. <laughs> bro, that, that shit. I don't know how that even happens, how you assume that or like bold enough to tweet that with like no like assurance. But oh my God, what a wild weekend, honestly. I mean, that's just kind of how the community is. They don't even care like if things are true or not. They'll just tweet anything just for anything, whenever, especially after somebody loses. Literally, that happened to me last week. People just tweet anything, just to tweet tweet anything. And especially after they lose, people are in their, their fields, and then they definitely want some kind of interaction point, and they just tweet whatever they can get interactions from. Oh, oh, big Duck Hunt fan. She's actually in the chat right now. Now, listen, you know we weren't going to let your ass off, okay? You know we was going to talk about this. Now, granted, 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 it was hilarious. I see things from a different lens. I can see things as very entertaining. But I must say, that was a bold strategy to tweet that out. was a bold out. strategy. And I definitely, I definitely won't say that I have not been in that position before in my past. Year. Like, obviously, I've never said something like that outlandish. I'm not going to count. That was pretty outlandish. I've never said something that I was at that outlandish. But I've definitely been in a situation, you know, where I lost to somebody, gone through their Twitter, and I'm being like... I lost to this person and I just think about making something like like everything inside me just starts manifesting and like like something has to be coming out onto Twitter just to like 
Hold on. Like, contain my salt. She dropped some evidence. She said, or she dropped some information. She said, this is why the live episode is always so clutch for you guys to get to view it. Some stuff was given to TOs that's actually, like, tangible evidence. So it's out of my hands now. Sounds like we might have a topic to revisit at a later time. Which does uh, always get my... Make sure you tune in to the next Lights Out episode next week. That's why you gotta subscribe. This is a lot of... This is a lot. a lot of monkeying around, bro. And monkeying I'm talking around. about me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> is it is it time? Is it time? Is it time? Is it time? I tried I to get a, I tried to get him on this suit. episode. I tried to get light suit up, okay? I tried to get him on this episode, but Zenodo was busy. However, as you all know, there was some other incident that took place that I personally thought was hilarious, okay? It was so funny. Hey, look, look. Come here. Come here. Come here. This look. Let me let me show you guys my personal little Diddy Kong right here. All right. Look. <laughs> so as you all know, Kells, my girl, Super Girl Kells, one of Canada's finest. She was jamming on commentary. I mean, she was doing a sensational job. Got a little overzealous though when when Zenoda was on the screen and he kind of made a face that apparently to her resembled Diddy Kong. The same expression. Which, by the way. Was his regular face. <laughs> now, to be completely fair, Kells did not mean for this to have any racial implications. We love Kells. She's a great person. I talked to her afterwards. She was heartbroken. She was legitimately crying and shaking and felt yeah. so bad because she didn't realize. I think, like, she might have, like, maybe it's something that she'd, like, known subconsciously or not subconsciously it's something that she had known like in passing before like heard but it's not something that she would like store in her memory bank like oh yeah i'm gonna collate black people to monkeys you know what i'm saying because that's not the kind of girl that she is and i can testify uh, to her character she's an amazing person but obviously twitter got a hold of it the jokester mob went ham um i thought it was hilarious you know people what i mean were genuinely mad people were actually upset but i'm not i'm not the i'm not the black guy who gets offended by everything i don't want to be a victim you know what i'm saying that's just me i don't want to be victimized by every little comment and stuff some people some yeah. people are like that that's just not me you know what i'm saying so i have people like oh look at uncle tommy e i'll tell you what man uncle tom is tap dancing and getting paid all right whatever you <laughs> y'all y'all can stay mad on twitter but the whole thing was, I thought was was rather entertaining. I thought her co-caster Fabs handled it really well too. Just like kind of was like, that's a wild thing to say, and then just kept going, kept the conversation going. Didn't get get like, didn't let it get it weird. You know what I'm saying? So I, that was that's not really like a serious thing. More so just hilarious. What did you guys think as fellow blacks? I don't know. I don't know if Twitter considers me black anymore. They might have revoked my card. Oh, true. <laughs> Monkey man. Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I just okay so for one I think it's really important to realize that you twisted fucks on Twitter I don't think you guys see that not everyone thinks the way you guys do I think that's a huge misconception to where everyone assumes that everyone thinks the same yeah and Kells is genuinely just a person she talked to me and you know she was thanking me after like I defended her on Twitter and she was like you were getting so much hate and all that and I'm like I don't really care if I get hate I care more if people who are like sensitive to that stuff get hit because you know she doesn't deserve that stuff you know Facts. you know it's it's not something she deserves she doesn't think how most of these people think she doesn't just think in a very explicit way you know she's just trying to cash she's just trying to have a good time so like when that happened that's why it really caught her off guard you know because you know she's again some people just don't think like i want to be racist i want to hurt people you know or i'm gonna say this on the mic 
So I'm happy that it settled down. She definitely didn't deserve any of the hate she got. And I'm tired of people trying to hate for others because the only ones who were directly involved in that would be Fabs and Zenodo. And neither of them cared. So uh, Twitter, get off her dick. Yeah, I also really appreciate um, what Zenodo said. Like, as he didn't realize that it happened until like later on. He like made he made a whole tweet thread about like how like he's been friends with Kels for like a really long time, and he knows that she didn't mean any like malicious intent, and it was just like something that just happened in the spur of the moment. Um, but that's the thing that I really don't like about Twitter. That I feel like I kind of just say every single podcast that I really hate Twitter because I really do hate it that much. Just Twitter, like basically they want the victim to feel what like they want how do i explain it they want the victim to feel what they are feeling like they are like hey this happened to you so you have to feel bad about this zenodo's not a victim he didn't give a fuck exactly it's like (laughs) it's it's not even a victim and it's like hey you need to claim that you're a victim because in this situation you're a victim so you're the victim and you have to feel bad about this because you're the victim in this like first of all there's no victim there's no victim it's so easy it's so easy to be a victim, quote unquote, on Twitter. For real, it really is. Like anybody can, like obviously, like there's definitely situations where people are definitely victims. All right, yeah. I'm not, I'm not undermining that. The fact that there of are course. things that definitely happen that are fucked up, and people need to be taken, people need to take accountability for stuff like that. And people are definitely victims of things that happen like that. But you can't just be going throwing around the word victim for every little thing that happens in the community anywhere because. Everybody would be a victim at that point. I thought not. We what you say? I thought we were all victims. Well, shit, maybe we are. Maybe <laughs> we are now. So that's why I really did appreciate Zenodo for what he said because he basically like made sure that he um, believed or spoke for himself and that the community was not speaking for him and was like, "Hey, because it's also not racist." Like, I'm, I've been very close friends with her for a very long time. I know she didn't mean anything by it. Y'all need to calm the fuck down. So I definitely really appreciated him for that. 100%. I think it's worth noting. Obviously, what she said should never be said on a mic, you know? Even though it's not what she meant, obviously, don't say it again, Kels, you know? Yeah. Right? It's just yeah. a society, like, knowing yeah. the society and how people will take things. And, you know, if you were upset or offended by it, like, again, all we can do is assure you that there was no malicious intent behind, like, that comment yeah. that she made. She's just literally a Smash fan. And having fun. So we love you, Kells. Wanted to defend that. Um, to kind of uh, shift back real quick, because again, nah, we still... nah, nah, no? you're not off the hook. I saw that comment you made in grand finals of uh of Gobble. Did you see that, Cosmos? I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, After you want to talk about that? Well, what was Kells jumping like? <laughs> Listen, you gotta understand something about me. When I get on that mic, I got no friends. Okay, I got no friends. I'm there to make stars. I'm there to make moments. Okay. And that's what you I do better than anybody. You also just don't exist because apparently you're just uncancelable at this point. I, I haven't yeah. done anything to be canceled. <laughs> what do you mean? I just I make. Know, I'm man. just a jokester. The same thing. I'm you just a jokester. To, put can- to be canceled, put the suit on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Bring it to DreamCon. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> that just I so that comment was just to put a little lighthearted spin on everything that had transpired and i actually talked to her afterwards she thought i was a very she thought it was very funny and again thank you for for you know being supportive and it's just that's my home girl bro i'm always back hell it's my home girl so i had to had to put that out there um to 
kind of tie a bow on all this, um, you know, <laughs> heavy potential racism or whatever <laughs> that we've been discussing. White, white supremacy. Yeah, white supremacy, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Duck Hunt did say again in the chat that apparently there was an incident, you know, Orange was involved, that people are going to be like maybe investigating more. I don't know, something. I don't want to talk too much about it because, again, these are young kids. I don't want to like be throwing accusations or spreading that kind of stuff. But there will apparently be more things discussed in the coming, I guess, days that was, you know, Duck Hunt says, I take back the statements about racism, but maybe some trans or homophobia. Might be a miss. We'll find all out, right, but right. I don't want to dive yeah, too much uh, deeper into that. If you want to find out, make sure y'all tune into the next episode. Nah, there, well, nah. okay. If I was gonna find out. If you want to find out, hit your ass on Twitter. Because there I you go. Myself with that, unless <laughs> there's some confirmed. Yeah, we gotta I get here to talk about. He says, she said. That's true, man. You know what? I, but I'll tell you what. All this talking, boy. I tell you, all this talking, all this talking gets me hungry. It get me hungry, boys. It gets me hungry, and I'm sure if you're watching this too. You might have a little bit of an appetite, okay? And that's why I want to talk to you today about this podcast sponsor, our friends at Factor. Now, you already know, Chad, it's hot as hell outside. We are in the thick of summer. You might be looking for some wholesome, convenient meals to support your sunny, active days. Don't let them believe gamers are lazy. That ain't you. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious, ready-to-go meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track of reaching what? Your goals, because we all got goals. And let me tell you something here on Lights Out, we like to hit those goals. Now, if you're like me, you might need an extra boost of support for your wellness this summer. And then, if that's the case, you should try their Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. That's OD, get buff, get yoked. I'm saying, bro, I'm saying, I ain't lying to you. They offer delicious flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of your lifestyles. From those those of you who love the keto lifestyle, go ahead and check out their keto to calorie smart, vegan plus veggie and protein plus options. These are prepared by chefs that are approved by dietitians. That means they went to school, you bunch of gyms. That means they know what the hell they're talking about. I didn't e even do that. Exactly. Each meal has all the ingredients you'll need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add protein and select vegan veggie meals each week. You can just stay healthy and good. This July, my friends, get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals. Enjoy fresh and flavor-packed meals delivered to your doors, as I said, ready in just two minutes with no prep and no mess. So easy a Smash player could do it. So make sure you head over to factormeals.com slash lightsout50 and use the code lightsout50 to get 50% off of your orders. That's code lightsout50 at factormeals.com. Crazy, not 30, not 20, but 50%. You don't often get 50% off on food, brother. Yes, sir. And I've actually, like, unironically, I've had Factor before and I've tried it, and it's actually legit. It's actually legit. Like, the food actually tastes really good and i was pretty surprised so make sure y'all y'all check it out and i'm pretty sure there will definitely be at least because they have a bunch of different meals though there will definitely be at least one meal that you guys will like there you go love that y'all gotta peep that out man exclamation point factor in the chat for that link directly to you and of course my youtube viewers you already know in the description we'll have that panned out for you too so thanks a lot uh for sponsoring this podcast feels good 
Guys, feels real good that our podcast is getting some recognition. People are trusting us to take on these tasks and distribute it to the masses. I like it. Yeah, and it's actually been really good for us so far. Honestly, what episode is this? Are we on episode 19? 19? Yeah, 19. Damn. Yeah, man, we are coming in hot. Like I said, new us, new season, new everything. I'd like to close it out by saying Gommel overall was just a fantastic event. Loved it. I loved I loved Gommel. It was a really good time. I've never been to the other ones before. Toronto was a nice area. There was plenty to do. I didn't gain any weight. The food was really good. The <laughs> tournament was really good. It was just a good that time. That day man. BBQ Bistro when that oh, day hit my tongue. Mm. So good. I am definitely going next year, and I also will be going to their Toronto event that they announced next year. Right. Get on my level Toronto. I mean, that's something we got to highlight, too. My boys over at Luminosity teaming up with the uh, – the, the um, – squad at Gamo as well as you know the teals behind let's make big moves rebranding a little bit to luminosity makes big moves or luminosity makes moves i gotta talk to somebody about that that name we're gonna have to fix that up a little bit we're gonna have to tighten that up boy we're gonna have to tighten that up fellas just a little bit just a little bit but obviously some really great events coming uh in the future and i'm excited can't wait for miami that's going to be awesome um but that is a little ways away you know what's not yeah. too far away though you know it's not too far away that we got some preliminary seating out for. Uh, yeah. Smash Factor. It's why, coming. Why you, yeah, why I don't you, know you, what he's saying. Uh, uh, so, yeah. so, so intimate. Yeah. Listen. That's the Z snap, okay? Don't give me gang, no gang. lip. Gang, my man, gang, heard, about, lip, my man right? heard about Zoe 102 and now he acting different. Uh, listen, I'm getting a little spicy, all right? Oh, my God. But when you look at the preliminary seating for Smash Factor, give me your thoughts. What are we thinking, boys? Oh, man, I think, you know, I say this a lot. It's just because I have faith. I think Leo takes it. Dude, Leo is seated third. Yep. I, I think that why. might actually I be just, a little high. I just, I just impulsively laughed. Yeah, you impulsively why? laughed. Honestly, Cosmos's reaction, that fucking disrespect from this top 46 player. Honestly, this reaction is all the reactions that you gyms have been having on my boy MK Leo. And I'm telling you, bro, you well, keep clowning on him. You, you keep clowning on him. He was going to win. And I said he was gonna lose to Sonics, and I was right. Okay, but was. you guys keep clowning on him, bro. He's not washed because he doesn't get first all the time. But let me tell you what, he's gonna get first at this event. I am calling it, bro. You guys keep playing with him, and he's gonna step to the plate, man. That is how that works. I don't think the main reason why I don't think he'll get first is first of all, because you're a gym. Um, first of all. Thinking about seating, you have to think about like the bracket that he's probably potentially going to have. Freak. Um, he's third seed. First of all, he's gonna have to play Zomba first. Zomba's gonna make him struggle, and then he's gonna have to play Tweak. After that, Tweak is gonna make him struggle, and then after that, he's gonna have to play Sonic or, or Spargo. And that is why. And that is why MK Leo's run is about to be one of the best winners' runs of his life because all the odds are stacked against him, and he's going to take it. I think light. I think you want him to win so bad so that your win over him at Gommel is no, fluffed up even harder. That, that's not how that that's works. what I think. I don't know. It just sound like he got something. No, that's actually right not. Now. That's he actually not how it, it works. Oh, it's not. Gommel, okay. was, Gommel was last season. This is a new season, so it actually that's not how that works at all. I'm just talking about bragging rights, brother. I'm not talking about rankings. Why does that matter? I got a. I got like eight one on Sonics. Got a winning record on Zamba. Me and Tweak are like even, and then Spargo's the only one. That don't matter to me. All these gyms. All right. Actually, matter of <laughs> fact, all these gyms, including Leo. 
Nah, bro. Yo, why why does no one have faith in my boy lately, bro? What is going on? 16 with shiny mark. I hate his character choices. He can't pick the right character. And that's what's wrong with Cosmos and the rest of this community. You're basing Leo off his character. What about him as a player? Do you not like him as a player? I believe in the GOAT. You know that I've always believed in Leo as a GOAT. I was the... Nah, you believe in Leo if you... You were believing Leo if he was JP Leo. Okay, you gotta do a little bit of fire. Make a little of that mic light back up. If he was JP Leo, you would believe in him, bro. But he ain't Japanese. He's I Mexican. Was the biggest Leo believer oh for the longest time to the point where you were actually wow. me. Wow! It must have been Leo. Like I was sucking up or something. So it must have been so <laughs> easy. It must have been so easy to believe in Leo when he was already number one. I believed in Leo whenever he was basically losing the entirety of the last season. I was still believing whenever he picks it up and picks Joker, he's gonna start taxing everybody's ass. And then nah. he started picking Joker, and he still got his ass taxed. All right? Nah, so nah, I nah. I'm not a believer anymore. Nah. Believe you know who I believe in? A cola, because he's the smartest player, because he's picking <laughs> oh. pickin Steve. You know who else I believe in? Spargo, because he knows when he needs to play Cloud and when he needs to play Pirate Mithra. And you know what? Leo doesn't know when he needs to play Pirate Mithra, because he doesn't need to play Pirate Mithra. He needs to play Corn against Sonic. He needs to play Joker against specific people. Why did he go Pirate Mithra against Spargo for the first two games when he knew that Joker was gonna win. He went Joker and reverse. Why did he go to the game one? Okay, so here, so guys, let's point out something. Let's point out something real quick. Spargo, he said he believed in Spargo because he's number one, just like he no, did with no, Leo. No, that, no, I'm not done. I'm not done. Let him talk. Let him talk. Let him talk. Let him talk. Close your lips. Close your lips. No, 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 and that's what I was going to go right back to. Who is he supporting? JP. Because he just, because he just supports Japan over everyone. So now you're just not making no sense. No, it's true. Since when have you not been Japan biased? You've always been Japan biased. I've always been for MKLeo. When he was number one. No. You don't believe in him now. You don't believe in him now. You don't believe in him now. You know what? It's okay. It's okay. Leo's not gonna win this, this tournament. I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna play that. Leo's You're not, not gonna, gonna win, win either. <laughs> my my core is cooking. I I'm just saying, bro. Someone's got. I believe in Spargo too. Spargo's my son, of course. But I'm always interested in Leo doing good because I think it makes good for the storyline. And I think Leo's gonna win. I think. Okay. I, I like think, that. First of all, if I don't win, because you know I feel I'm pretty good this tournament. But if I don't win, I think Sonic gets the double. You think, think Sonic goes back to back? Wow. I think Sonic gets the double. I, 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 him, it's possible. I think him winning Gommel is like a big mental stride for him to finally like win a super major offline. I feel like he just kind of full sends it and just becomes like one of the really strong players and understands that like whenever he is in that zone, if he just gets into that zone, no one can really touch him. And it's really easy to get into that zone with Sonic <laughs> because Sonic. <laughs> I would say no one. Zone. I, I wouldn't say no one can touch him. <laughs> Calm down there. Oh yeah, you're like eight zero. You're like eight zero on him. Eight and one. That Momocon too. Yeah, he had me stressed that Momocon, bro. Good for him. It was my second tournament back, and then I stopped playing again right after. After I beat him. <laughs> and guess what? That'll always happen. You'll <laughs> always be at your second tournament back after a while. <laughs> yes, sir. Nah, I've actually been playing a lot lately outside that. Like, I've actually just been playing at home a lot. I'm feeling pretty good for these upcoming events. I'm not really worried at all. That was the best part about Gommel. I had no stress on my mind. 
I'm actually pretty confident this is going to be a strong season for me. Listen, I I have a different take on who I think is actually going to win the tournament. I don't think could it's be going, Tweak. I don't. All <laughs> right. Well, are, thanks. Are you gonna say Gluto? I was gonna say Tweak, but guys oh. just, just won't stop talking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was gonna say I think Tweak wins this tournament. Um, I actually I actually really like uh, what I saw out of him in some friendlies against some of these players. I know it's friendlies or whatever, but it's still Tweak as well. Uh, you know, if he didn't choke away that game two or game three against Riddles, I think he would have went even further in the bracket. I think I think he actually makes it potentially to losers finals and then maybe even grands. Um, so I, I definitely I like I like Tweak's odds coming into this a lot. We'll see what happens, but I'm gonna say Tweak for this one. You know, what I'm saying I, I'd love a Leo win as well. I love a Spargo win. Those are the homies. Sonic's never. Mad when he wins either, but I'm I'm feeling something for Tweak this weekend. I'm feeling something for Tweak. I'm pretty interested. And I don't in see any duck hunts. Deal. I don't see any duck hunts seated in this top sixty-four. Damn. My Damn. only problem with Tweak is that <clears throat> I feel like he has been low-key suffering from the same thing I was suffering from, which is just purely lack of motivation. I actually peeped into uh, like literally ten minutes of his podcast where he said he lost at he lost at Gommel. And he wasn't, like, as pressed as he usually is about it. And he he's, like, worried. Like, he doesn't know if it was just because he took it better or because of lack of motivation. And that's exactly how I felt at a lot of these tournaments where it's, like, I would lose. And I'm just, like, yeah, whatever, you know? Like, it's, it's like, I don't, I feel, I don't feel good, but I don't really feel as bad as I usually would. Which, it's, it's something you have to fix. It's kind of hard to stay hungry. So, I don't think he's been playing at home as much because of lack of motivation. He's also been having hand problems. So, I don't know. And I would love to see him hungry again. I would love to see everybody hungry again now that it's a new season. I am going to say wholeheartedly that I think last season was one of the worst seasons of all of Ultimate. And I think a lot of people weren't hungry. A lot of new people were, but I think a lot of the top players weren't as hungry as they usually are. And I just want to see people grow from that, including myself. I'm trying to get hungrier. I'm trying to uh, play more at home. I'm going to be playing today. I'm going to be playing tomorrow, you know? So... Hopefully, I see that in everybody. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely kind of hard, like, especially because we see people like Leo clearly not look as hungry as he was before. But then we also see people who are very hungry, like Spargo. Clearly, he's like, he's like probably yeah. one of the most hungry people in the entire community. But like, I feel like having like one of the biggest pillars of Smash be Leo and see him not as hungry anymore, it definitely can like feed into the other players' mentalities too, and like how they feel about the game. Um, Especially because, like, obviously, like, number one ranking, the number one player on the ranking uh, season, ranking this season is going to be a, a, a Steve player. So that's going to be a big hit to people's mindsets. Um, there's there's going to be a lot of DLC, too, on the um, ranking. And there's just, like, the fact that, like, we lost all our circuits and everything. And not only that, seeing that we lost our circuits and, like, there wasn't really too much to be looking forward to um, in future tournaments. And not only that, uh there's another game that just came out that has a big circuit like a lot of things going on with with, with, with street fighter so like seeing that that game has what we were about to have <laughs> is a little bit also disheartening because we yeah. don't know if we're ever going to have that even like in the future as well so like no being, clue being in just like there's a lot of factors that go into it that'll pr- definitely make mm. a lot of people um lose motivation including myself as well but well um like i said in the past before um, the younger people usually are hungrier, but the older you get, 
it's just it's just natural for you to lose the motivation for a lot of things and you kind of have to turn that motivation into discipline because you're not always gonna have the motivation to do whatever you want to have to do bro leo literally owns like two or three businesses in mexico now like he has used this money that he has accumulated over these years of just beating everybody's ass and he's just like i got a girl i got businesses i'm good like leo is literally just sitting pretty bro y'all don't y'all don't know see y'all don't understand about leo leo is in his in his in his mogul phase you know what i'm saying he did the player shit you know what i'm saying he did the dominating shit Him now he's on his mogul shit Him different and zachary both they're both chilling they're just playing the game for fun at this point zachary's playing pit, bro you don't give a fuck yeah he's still getting good results yep because when when he do it just makes his business be that much bigger because he's doing it with a mid-tier character there you go. If you want more and about his name Le- is still Zachary. If you want more about Leo's business, I'm gonna give Leo a free plug, bro. Check out his podcast. He's he's got cooking up with uh, Luminosity and Metify coming soon. All right, free plug for you, Jim. All right. Thank <laughs> me. <laughs> Moving Thank on you, to Leo. something, Jim. Now. Moving on to something Japan related. I actually want to bring on a good point about something. So, so people are pretty like, people are pretty confirmed that Akola is going to be number one because mm-hmm. he gets play, he gets first place a lot. In the tournaments that he goes to, which let's be honest, the tournaments he goes to, he goes to are usually just in Japan. He goes to a few in America, obviously, or a few out of Japan. He does do good in, out of Japan, obviously, but it is a big point. Now, I've been hearing a lot of complaints for people saying that these guys have majors very often now, like every like two or three, like every like two or three weeks, they just have an event where they're all there and they're doing like they're getting a lot of good results, beating around the same people. You know, and given again their talent is good, but that's not really the issue here. It's just a lot of the, the events happening with the same people and Akola and Mia and a few others, you know, they farm that and they get results because they're all high ranked now, right? Yeah. Whereas we've been in a bit of a drought with our events, you know. You know, well, we're we're gonna be we picking up right really now. Really been in a drought, honestly, because we had a couple we had we had let's make big moves in Genesis the beginning of Jan or in January, and then we had um level up expo in february we had a collision in march and then april we definitely had a drought but in may we had like some good you said we had what in too. february in february we, we had level up expo now no disrespect to level up expo i think it's an event that everyone should definitely go to next year it was really well ran but i do incredible. think le- i think events like level up expo are also just a result of us losing events and having some of us go to it because that event had tweak it had like as certain as like top 10 i think i had tweak me and sonics you know right. it's th- these are not events that are having like everyone show up yeah you know? right but like what i'm saying is like whenever like everybody shows up in japan it's not like everybody shows up there's still there's just like a lot of top hitters show up that'll like kind of be like the way i kind of see it it's still kind of compared to the u.s because in the past i felt like the u.s always had just bigger events more often than japan now i feel like it's more compared to how japan is because there's not always so many tournaments going on but like whenever there are tournaments going on there's still there's, there's just like a good amount of big names that are maybe not every big name is going but there's a good amount of big names that are going which i feel yeah. like is what happens in japan too because in may we had a lot of big events going on some of them on the same weekend too but we also had to decide we had battle bc that hinders weekend. us yes that also hinders us too yeah too. but that that also happens in japan as well because they have two events on the same weekend, one's on Saturday, one's on Sunday, because they only do one day events usually, and they have one event 
in Hokkaido, which is like the top side of Japan, and then the other event in Fukuoka, which is the bottom side of Japan. And you know that T is not going to fly from the top side of Japan to the right bottom to side of Japan. Yes, exactly. So no, yeah, I feel sure. like it's kind of the, the same thing, which is why I don't. I still think Spargo should be the best player in the world, but I don't think that is one of the best reasons to justify why Cola is like not justified to be the best player in the world or to rank number one. So what do you think would be the reason for him to not be number one in the world? Because Spargo has the biggest set out leading against the Cola. I I do feel like um, their, their like results are a little like, like Okola's results are a little better than Spargo's, but Spargo does have bigger wins, which I feel like would cancel it out. And I feel like everything does like kind of balance out until you basically go to the head-to-head, which is heavily skewed in Spargo's favor, which I feel like should be seriously taken into account because if both players are winning really big events and are contesting for number one, you have to heavily take into account how they place against each other, especially just, if they're placing against each other at the big tournaments. I just think it's more impressive because Spargo fights the world more than Nicola does. I think that's a feat that people don't really talk about. That yeah. is true. He, he is <clears throat> more rounded in that category. But the way I look at it at the end of the day is like, even if it's a Cola one, Spargo two, like you just kind of look at it as like almost like a system of checks and balances. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of the way I equate it to, to making some sense. So. Eager to see what the official rankings will say. Um, I think it'll be actually like a, a really good talking point when we eventually do get to it. Um, last thing I wanted to talk about, though, are any of you guys going to Evo? No. Okay, because Project L announced that they're having an official playable demo there, and I think Ooh. I think everybody should invest time into Project L, whether you're a player, caster, content creator. That game is going to be huge. You see what... Uh, Riot, this kind of success they had launching another new title a couple years ago in Valorant. Imagine what they can do with an FGC-type game. Lord help us if we ever get a platformer from them, you know what I'm saying? So I think Project L is going to be insane. And I personally want to be there, get some gameplay, and maybe like be able to share it as well. Yeah, I wish I was there for that. That definitely, I didn't even know that was happening because one of the main reasons why I really wanted to play Street Fighter, because I knew that obviously Street Fighter is going to be a very big game and like it's going to have a lot of money in that game. I know that. The Riot Fighter is definitely going to have at least a good amount of money into it, yep. too. I'm not sure how much they're going to invest into it because they're also doing a lot of things, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of money into it. But I wanted to play Street Fighter because I wanted it to basically prepare me to be ready to play Project L because I know that the fundamentals are just going to transfer over. I feel like Guilty Gear would be a closer one for one, to be honest. It with you. would, but like just Street Fighter just helps you understand fighting game fundamentals into like Absolutely. Street, Guilty Gear is a, is a um, fighting game. It's, a, it's an anime fighter, so it's a little bit different, but Street Fighter will just teach you the fundamentals of pretty much any fighter. And, like, I play Dragon Ball Fighters, and I'm pretty sure it'll be, still be pretty similar in some way, shape, or form. I like that. I like that a lot. I think it's going to be great. Um, So we'll keep you guys updated on that. But great podcast today, for sure. Um, Covered so many good, compelling topics. And before we get out of here, I've got to give a shout-out to our man, Zap. Actually, Zap won the Lights Out tournament that happened yesterday. That was an awesome tournament. We had over, we had yes, over 60 uh, people actually sign up for the event, so that was a lot of fun. Zap winning that uh, over Chris. Chris got second place. He was a Steve player, but Zap is like a prodigy Bowser Jr. player, and uh, he didn't disappoint, man. Some shenanigans in grand finals, but we definitely appreciated that, and everybody 
uh, who showed up. And hopefully Metafy will allow us to uh, have some more tournaments. Cause I thought it was actually a lot of fun. I know people are like, oh, so you did the coin box thing. Actually, it was called the Nig Box. But just for the record, that was just a placeholder name. Blah, blah. If it becomes an official series, we'll get something it a little bit more family friendly. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hot mess. But shout out to Zap for winning that. That was awesome. And if you're curious about more of an in-depth look at the boys' bracket run through Gommel, check out that on our Metafy exclusive episode that we recorded yesterday. They go through their whole bracket. Uh, some things we didn't get to cover on this one, and uh, it's actually got a lot of good depth and exploration. So exclamation point, point, exclamation point, Metafy in the chat if you're watching live, and of course it'll be in the description of the YouTube video. But fellas, with that, let's get the hell out of here. Dun dun. Light. No, so I did like the last three times. All right, Cosmos, me and you. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Pokemon rock. Yeah, that was so obvious. All right, I win. Well, another rousing episode of Lights Out. Now, this is why I make you guys. This is why I say this is why I save announcements towards the end to make sure you because are watching. Okay, and you need to be subscribed on YouTube too if you haven't already because we need that. It helps a lot. But a lot of you saw the teaser that we posted. I get on my level with Cola. That's right. He's coming. Next week, Lights Out, episode 20. The big 2-0. Cola joins the podcast. We'll see you there. Niggas out. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.